Coming at you live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet wearing a fez. Well, one of us And is. a sideways cat. One of us is. Literally wearing a fez. Corbin's wearing a fez. I this am. is not a reference to the episode, unfortunately. It's not it's, actually a fez. Unfortunately. It's, well... It's a massacred fedora, but... It, it's <laughs> actually an Aladdin fez that is a massacred fedora. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, so... so. Wait, was it a fedora? I thought I had it like... Was, anyways. Hey, it's the noobs in the Whovian. Not, not the... What kind of hat is this show <laughs> coming to you this fall? On <laughs> Apple Podcasts. New spinoff show. <laughs> Tune in now. <laughs> From Master Closet Studios. What kind of hat is this? Perfect for an audio, audio. medium. Yeah. <laughs> my name is Austin. I'm the Whovian. That makes these my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And, and we're the news. news. And this is the podcast that's introducing a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each week and discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And, and two sons, sons who haven't. So welcome to episode number 176, covering series 12, episode 8, The Haunting of Villa Diodati. This is the one where the Doctor and her companions meet fake ghosts, real ghosts, Mary Shelley, and the Cyberman's monster. The Cyberman's monster? Okay. Yeah. Like, Instead of Frankenstein's yeah. monster? It's yes. The Cyberman's monster? Yeah, that's that the thing joke. was absolutely <laughs> hideous. <laughs> We're off to a roaring start, guys. <laughs> Story number 294 originally aired February 16th, 2020. It's getting closer every day, guys. To 5.07 million viewers, written by Maxine Alderton and directed by Emma Sullivan, who also did last week's Can You Hear Me? Under a miscellaneous trivia, there apparently, uh, because of course there is, an audio adventure featuring the eighth Doctor called Mary's Story that also took place on this night. Nice. Huh. Okay. So, you know, we've talked before, you know, the comics, the audio adventures, it's kind of like, yeah, they're out there. And like we yeah, had, yeah. we had, what, what was it? When did like Blink originally appeared in the comics with oh, like yeah, the yeah. eighth doctor? Or I don't know, you know, really? something like that. Yeah, or something like that. I don't, I don't remember if it was Blink. It might've been another episode, yeah. but there was another one. And, and remember we talked about in the Wikia where it's like, oh, the, uh, the fifth Doctor went on a strikingly similar adventure one time, and then it references, you know, the comics. Yeah. And it's because Stephen Moffat took an idea that he originally wrote as a comic and turned it into an episode. Um, as, you know, as you have the prerogative to do when you're the showrunner. Yeah. Uh, so at any rate, <clears throat> same kind of thing happened here. And apparently, in this episode, there was a throwaway line. I remember this about time being flexible around this night. It's, it's just a real quick throwaway line. And oh, I remember when she yeah. said it, I was like, huh? Hmm. Like, that's weird. What? And apparently that was a nod to that audio adventure. It was like, oh, yeah, like, oh, things are really wibbly wobbly around this, this particular evening for some reason. Mm, it's so almost strange. like maybe you could have two different things happen at the same time here. You know, like that. You know, anyways. And apparently Mary Shelley, after that story, Mary's uh, called Mary's story, she became a companion for a bit, even encountering another lone Cyberman known as the Silver Turk in an what? audio adventure called, wait for it, The Silver, the Silver Turk. Turk. Yeah. <clears throat> Wasn't what? that that chess machine or something? Um, yes, actually. Was it called huh. the Silver Turk? It was like the Mechanical Turk, the Iron Turk? Hang on. Iron Turk? Which, yeah, it was the Cyberman episode where the 11th Doctor ended up with the cyber yeah, cyber yeah. something in his head, and he had the, like, implants on his face. He looked like he was a Borg or something. Oh, no. I'm thinking what of a it? real thing. Oh. I can't. A real what? thing called the Silver Turk? I can't find anything on it. I think okay. it was called the Something Turk, but it was... 
a massive scam where they pretended to make a chess playing robot in like the yeah. 1800s. And uh, yeah, was that not the whole thing with that episode that we're talking about right now? I guess it was yeah. with the 11th Doctor. It, it was similar, it was similar that, right? It was that thing, but it was in the future. Are yeah, we thinking and it was yeah, actually yeah, yeah. and it was a Cyberman. Oh yeah, 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 that's what it was. It was a it was a Cyberman. Yeah, there was like in and it was supposedly it took place after the Cybermen had all been destroyed, but there was this one last one, and it could play chess. And it turned out hmm. there was a guy inside of it, it and the guy it. inside of it turned out to be the Emperor of the Galaxy or whatever. Okay, it was called the Mechanical Turk. The Mechanical Turk. Yeah, that's what yeah. I said a minute ago. Where were you? I didn't. Trying to figure out what it was called. That, what it was. that episode was called A Nightmare in Silver. Yes, I believe so. I, Believe I so, might yes. be. I might. It's mm, all connected. It's all We're connected. onto something here. Hey. Anyways, uh, the Fan cast, theory. the uh, the lone Cyberman slash Ashad. We actually got his human name there. Or well, yeah. Yes. I don't remember that. Remember when you were talking to, before we started recording? You started talking about I, I liked when they made us think that the Cyberman was going to turn good. Oh. And then he yeah. suddenly didn't. And and in that moment, he said something like. My name was Ashad, and I had a wife yeah, and a child, and blah, a, blah, blah, blah. And I killed them. And then I brutally murdered <laughs> yes. them when they switched to the wrong side. Yes. Like, oh, yeah, ah! exactly. Yeah. So he was played by Patrick O'Kane, and um, he played a First Order officer in The Last Jedi. So I had to had to throw that in there. We haven't, huh. had, a, we haven't had a Star Wars connection in a little bit there. So, Hey, guys. Noobs and the Hooving is brought to you by some fake stuff that I didn't have time to write down. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of something. I was like, like Frankenstein or like. Brought to you by fake chess robots. Uh, yeah. Yes. Buy your own for just a trip to the past. Dollars. I don't know. <laughs> they don't make them anymore. <laughs> a trip what? to the past. So that brings us down to the checklist seamlessly. Look at that segue. Wow. Yeah. That was crazy. Um, <laughs> name so of the. Good. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> so seamless. No one could have ever noticed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the name of the episode spoken in dialogue. Nope. We didn't get that at all. Um, again, thankfully. That would be kind of weird. That one would have, yeah, that one would have been cheesy. It's like the haunting. Yes. No, no. <laughs> exactly. There's some times where we're like, how come they didn't say it? And then the other times we're like, oh, I'm so oh, glad they didn't say it. This is one of those times. Yeah. Uh, the creature of the week is, as we mentioned, the lone Cyberman. Now, the Cyberman's incomplete cyber suit is actually a patchwork design consisting of uh, let me give you the rundown from the from the Wikia. A cyber helmet atop a body mostly matching the 2013 design introduced in Nightmare and Silver. Boom, there we go. That was right. Mm -hmm. Lower legs matching the 2006 design that we saw in Rise of the Cybermen. A left arm that was a Mondasian Cyberman from 2017's World Enough and Time. So oh. not only is he the lone Cyberman, but he's like, and he's an incomplete Cyberman, yeah, he's, he's like, like patchwork from other versions. Yes, all kinds of different iterations. It would be kind of cool the if we got like something from um, Classic Who Cybermen. Oh yeah, well, that I thought really that's cool. what the Mondasian Cybermen were. They were. I thought they similar. were those they old were looking ones they, where they recreated the old ones. Yeah, yeah. It it had a similar. Um, I think in that episode look to it, mm -hmm. that was just the helmet. I think. So what did this say? The Mondasian part was. Yeah, the, the Mondasian Cybermen are the old ones. Yeah, but this has his left arm. Yeah, so you wouldn't even really notice, yeah. really. Yeah. It well, would just I mean, kind of look cheaper. Uh, this guy looks like he's got latex for his left arm. So. Right, right. And I think yeah. when it's saying the Mondasians from World Enough in Time, remember there were there was the old school Mondasian Cybermen. Oh, yeah. And then, and then there was a newer they, version they of really, them. They really, 
they evolved quickly or correct. whatever. Correct. Correct. That was so the one was talking about. on the ship, right? That was at the black hole yeah. where time ran differently at the top and the bottom. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Um, let's see. The psychic paper um, didn't work this week. Did y'all know that? That was weird. And all the only explanation we got was, I guess it needs a blow dry. What? Like, it can just so, like fall. Or yeah, the psychic paper like, doesn't work what? when it's wet. Oh yeah, that seems like a big weakness. <laughs> I can't breathe when I'm wet. I mean, most paper is no good when it's wet. So well, yeah, yeah. Why would it be different with psychic or paper? Maybe yeah, you know they were on vacation in the middle of nowhere and weren't expecting anyone to show up, and that's why it didn't work. Like, huh? So there's certain use cases where you wouldn't expect anybody to be coming. Again, they've always been a little unclear about how right. the heck it's supposed to right, work. Right, because yeah. sometimes she says, uh, flipped, flips it open, well, and I'm a fill-in-the-blank. I just imagine that as like priming, where she says something, so then they so expect they to expect see that. Right, see right. That. but in this one, she said, hi, I'm flip. flip. And they, and they just blankly anyone. stared at it like, uh... What is that? I'm a blank piece of paper. Yes, ooh, doobadoo. Um, other stuff we noticed, Corbin. Spider hand, spider hand. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it was so what? Ah, no. freaky. When I first saw it, I couldn't book or whatever, and it just like, oh my gosh, dude, he like dusted that thing. <laughs> yeah, but that thing was just so so creepy, so freaky. Like this aired in February. This definitely should have aired October thirty first of twenty twenty. Definitely should. Um, yeah. So, anyways, the spider hand was was pretty good. Pretty good special effect. Although yeah, it was pretty good. I would say. And it was what was really creepy is that when you first saw it, you couldn't tell what it was. Yeah, I was like, and I'm going, the- is that a spider? Oh my gosh, is that a hand? What is that thing? It's a like, spider hand. It's a spider hand. Freaking thing from the Adams yeah. family. <laughs> to which Corbin beat me to it by going spider hand, spider. And I was literally humming that to myself as you started saying that as we were watching it. Um, okay, so we had uh, Lord Byron in this episode, who was Ada Lovelace's father, and I think we got a reference to that in Spyfall when we met Ada Lovelace. There was, a, mm-hmm. uh, I think, there was a reference there to Lord Byron, and uh, so I kind of had to like back up for a second because I was like, "Oh man, did y'all catch that?" And and Trip was like, "Wait, what? Her what? dad? What? That didn't make any sense." And like, is that a real thing? And I was like, "Yeah." I had, I mean, I had to Google it and make sure that this yeah. was historical fact and not the the doctor just throwing out nonsense. But yeah, no, that's that's uh, who it was. So we met the daughter. Oh gosh, I was going to say last week, but it was like a couple of weeks back. Yeah, and uh, like met Lord Byron this week. So, um, what is this? Um. <laughs> they claimed that they were from America. I missed that somewhere. They yeah. they claimed they were from I, the colonies. What? And so I missed that, but then I kept catching references back to it and I was like, "Wait, did like, they say did that?" They say something like that? Yeah, like there was some somebody said something to Ryan about, "Oh, is that something that they say in the colonies?" and I forget what like, it was he said. <laughs> and um there was a line later on when it's becoming clear that, you know, these people are not from around <laughs> from around now. Mm, yeah. Um, and and I think it was Byron who said, I don't think they're from the colonies. Uh, no, somebody said, I don't think they're from the colonies. And Byron says, no, they're from somewhere much, much stranger. The mm, North. It's <laughs> like hey, smack talking. Um, Frankenstein's monster is a Cyberman, a composite of other men, a modern Prometheus. 
So this idea, I love when we get this stuff. Yeah. Right? So it's like it was actually based on something. Yes. So that the because no one can come of, up with their own ideas. No. no of yeah, course. Yeah. Oh, no. Of course not. Of course not. No good book is actually just that. It's got to <laughs> right. be more. I, I have heard um, some some people like uh, like your um, like your Neil deGrasse Tyson and and some of the other sort of like pop scientist guys. You know the you know there are sci- there are nuclear physicists, but they're popular on Twitter. Um, <laughs> these guys and um, one of them was saying that. You know, when we try and say like the pyramids must have been built by aliens, we really do a disservice to like humanity. Yeah. Because yeah. just because, so it does, it does a couple of things. First of all, it's, it's what uh, C.S. Lewis called chronological snobbery. When we assume that everyone in the past from our time must have been stupider, dirtier, and less sophisticated and all this kind of stuff. And, and because we can't imagine how, the Egyptians built the pyramids. It must have been aliens. Instead yeah, of saying, really? they're, huh? Probably means they're smarter than we were if they were able and to that, figure it right. out. Right, and yeah. that's the point, is like you're discounting human ingenuity and saying just because we've forgotten that technology, we have yeah. lost that ability. Half or the math whatever. we know now was invented like <laughs> 17th thousands century. of Greeks made it. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, something as simple as, you know, the number zero... Yeah. Is thousands of years old and and couldn't you couldn't do math without it, but somebody had to come up with that concept mm-hmm. and it weren't us. Wasn't you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, but I I still like because it's fiction. Fine. When you have these ideas of you know um, uh, the idea for Frankenstein being a patchwork of other of other bodies came from this patchwork Cyberman. Yeah. I I, I like those um, those little ideas. Um, okay, so there was an interesting little tidbit in this episode. So we finally solve the mystery of what's going on with Percy Shelley. Where's he been this whole episode when we find him hiding and he's like in shock and everything. And it turns out he's been the ghost all through the episode. He's been the thing that threw the vase and the weird figure in the doorway and all these kinds of things. Um, it's been him all along. And the doctor does her little mind meld thing and gets a glimpse of not only where he's been, what's been happening, but a glimpse kind of into the future. Mm. And he, or was it he, was it he was having visions and didn't know what it was and then she tapped into it. And the, I don't know if you guys caught this, but when she tapped into it, it was like, there was like a hand underwater and it was like, oh. obviously, like, it was supposed to be like him thrashing about in the water. Percy Shelley died in a boating accident six years after this this weekend. This story took place oh. in the real world, in, in actual history. Percy Shelley died in a boating accident. So what they were doing there was they were giving a little, oh, he was having visions and premonitions and everything. And that one came true. Did you, you know? write down that random line she had about her new sight not new to her but the newly introduced power she has who the doctor she has this line i think it's what you're describing right now where she said she pushed his body to its future death to convince the siberium that he was dying so it would leave him oh is that what it was Uh uh-huh and that's why he was struggling so much 
his body was recovering from the trauma of oh, thinking it had died or something. Died. Oh. Just such a random. And that's new why the power. Siberian left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I completely missed that or I forgot mean, it or something. That's such a weird thing she can do. Uh, man, it's Superman throwing his ass. That's all it yeah. is. It's yeah. just, hey, here's a thing that There's we need to be able to have happen. Let's in fact, it's happen. not in the second movie. It's like 50 years down the road. But, <laughs> yeah. you know. Dude, we're making up crap all the time. I mean, I know. like, you know, yeah. yeah. But uh, that one was you can weird. You can download the TARDIS into a person. Ah, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. why not? Why not? Sure. Sorry. Um, so who is Ryan Sinclair? Uh, he says, we're great at sorting out things like this. And then, oh, it touched me. It's a ghost. It's a ghost. <laughs> He's all like playing it cool. Like, you know, we're the Scooby-Doo and the mystery gang. You know, like we got this covered. We're good. Don't worry. Ah! Yeah, I love that. I love that. It's like, you know, like, oh, man, I love being in the ocean. Oh, seaweed. You know, like something touched my yeah. leg. You know, that kind of trope. Yeah. You know, I'm just, this is just striking me. Um, you know, it wasn't a ghost. It was Percy Shelley and the Siberian had just essentially cloaked him. Right, it was a perception yeah. filter. That's what yeah. it was. It was a perception filter that effectively, to use Star Trek terminology, cloaked him from vi- from sight. Um, so there wasn't a ghost. It was Percy Shelley. Except at the end, when Graham goes, "What about the the old woman and the little girl?" And everybody's like, "The what?" And the the one now? Huh? We thought you just saw him as well. So I, I told Trip, I genuinely don't remember if those two come back. And that's something like if there's like a connection to the Cyberman or anything like that, I don't remember. So now I'm like, okay, was this just supposed to be the last little creepy cherry on top of the Halloween episode Sunday here yeah. of boo? And, yeah. And like we said, um, there was the, uh, the episode of, uh, was it quantum leap? Quantum leap. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where we have, we have a whole episode where there's, there's, ghostly things and happening not real. and it was such a scooby-doo moment where it was like it wasn't a ghostly voice it was literally a speaker down by the docks you know and all this kind of crap and so everything gets a scientific explanation until the very last scene when a character from the episode is standing in the window and, and literally then you, disappears yeah, and then you see her funny. dead body huh? get pulled up or whatever uh, yeah oh yeah that's right yeah and they, they, they show the picture <laughs> they show the picture and it's like oh yeah that's my dead great-grandmother who died you know, 150 years ago. And that's that the woman that we has been in the episode. And then she wisps away in yeah. the window and everything. And it's like, Oh, so apparently ghosts are real in this oh, universe. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to figure out is, okay. So there's not only that, there's not only the old woman and the, the little girl, but what was going on with them? Like getting stuck in the house. Oh, that was all perception that, filters. That was all perception filters. That's right. right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that was all perception filters. So the only mystery that we're left with is who was the old woman and yeah, the, the little the, girl? Yeah. What well, the heck was that all about? Which, like, two ghost like events at the same place on the same night. Yeah. It's a show. Yeah. It's, weird. it's a show. I know it's a show, but like, <laughs> I know they wanted, they wanted to have the joke, but like, well, really? and again, it's like, are were we just leaving one last creepy chill up your spine? Probably. Or are they yeah. coming back? Relevant. And I somehow. can't, I can't remember. So I kind of no don't, spoilers there. I don't want to think see they're going to come back. It doesn't feel like it. No. But okay. it also wouldn't surprise me if, yeah. like, uh, that is the that is a psychic projection of the lone Cyberman's wife and daughter. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Actually, that'd be a decent explanation that actually would work. kind of explain why yeah, they're there that would actually work yeah so but we would have gotten that at the end of the episode or some yeah in the future 
So spoiler alert, the next episode is called Ascension of the Cybermen. So that's my fan theory. That was that was the uh, Siberian protecting itself by trying to show him his family. That's my conspiracy theory. Ooh, I like it. Because it's way more satisfying than they were ghosts. So instead of like fan fiction, headcanon, or just fan theory, you're going with conspiracy theory. (laughs) Yeah, it's a conspiracy. They don't want us to know. The CIA is involved. If we figure out, we're we're all dead. (laughs) We... Corbin's about Unless to get sniped. We already are. <laughs> uh, who is Graham? He says there's there's never any food. <laughs> there's, yeah. the, there's the bit where the uh, the handmaid shows up with the with the plate of snacks or whatever. The ghost handmaid. Was it the ghost one? Ooh. I think it was. Was it? Yeah. So where'd the snacks come from? <gasps> ghost snacks. <laughs> <laughs> he still didn't get snacks. No, there were ghost was, snacks. Wait, so what? <laughs> What is the ghost of a chicken leg? Because he was like eating a chicken leg. When like a chicken leg, it's already dead. <laughs> so would it be like the ghost, the of, a ghost of the chicken kill it apparating chicken? in a leg form? <laughs> uh, who is Yaz in the absence of the doctor? Man, does she step up? Uh, she's just been doing this more and more. I writ- I wrote this down. Does anybody remember what I'm talking about here? When was she apart from the doctor and stepped up in this episode? Uh, I don't. They all got separated for sure. Yeah, it was probably when the during that left time. And told them to stay. And they were on the staircase or whatever. Yeah, because my next note says technically she only told us not to follow her. Yeah. So what do they do? Did they go exploring they that? Started, Where did the doctor go? Split. Did the doctor leave them? The Is doctor this went to week? go find the baby. And they were like, oh, we should come with you. She oh, was like, no, yeah. it's too dangerous. Yeah, that's right. And then they went anyways. And then they all got lost. Right, but they didn't go with her. They didn't follow her. No, they didn't They just went somewhere her. else. Yeah. They just went through the same door that she did and started right. walking the halls. Probably. Had the literal Scooby-Doo moment where they, they couldn't escape the hallway. Yeah. Um, who is the doctor? Um... Somebody said, I'm flattered, Mrs. Doctor. She says, just the doctor. That kind of became a running gag throughout the episode. Mrs. Doctor. Uh, Oh, I just wrote, don't lick the bone dust. Ah. When uh, uh, Mr. Butler man smashed the the, uh, spider hand, she like picked up some of the dust. And I was like, don't lick it. Don't lick it. Why would you do that? Why would you do it? Definitely bones. How do you know? <laughs> See, it would seem to be male in origin, mid thirties. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Why are you a connoisseur of bones? The exact height is human oh, remains. No. <laughs> um, okay, Jared. I hope Jared chimes in on this. She said, "Sometimes the team structure isn't flat. It's mountainous, with me at the summit in the stratosphere." So finally, uh, we have the recognition. We have the return of like the Time Lord victorious. You know, okay, yeah, it's a bad example, but like, you know, the doctor being not equal with her companions Which, for crying out loud. Which she just did in like the jerkiest way possible. Yeah. Right. What was that in regard to? What was the big um, decision she was making that they didn't want her to make? For her to stay that. there. I mean, for them to stay there and not follow her, I think. I thought. Is that what it was? I thought it was to let the Siberium go. Yeah. She made a lot right. of weird that choices in this That's episode. what I was thinking. Yeah, she really did. Like. Okay, here's the thing is like we had the the little blip of Captain Jack yeah, Captain Jack saying don't give the lone cyberman what he wants no matter what the cost. Yeah. And I don't feel like there was any 
argument. There was no internal struggle. She didn't ever even think about like Yaz said, don't give the lone Cyberman what he wants. And Gra- yeah. Graham says, no matter what the cost, they remembered it. But the doctor like the doctor wasn't there and like I guess they just told they told her right then. Well, yeah, but she's not gonna like forget. Like when a lone Cyberman shows up asking for something, yeah. that would definitely call it to mind. And yeah. they said it to her during this episode. As soon as they saw the lone Cyberman, they're like, don't give him what he wants. Don't give it and, and she like, like didn't say, right, we mustn't do that. Wait, no, she was, she was like, like, who cares? Meh, whatever. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I also yeah. love her reasoning was that I guess this was like the most important night in the world or something. And if this... Once book again. wasn't written like none yeah. of them ever would have been born but you've already That's been here twice so clearly it can't be if she that doesn't write this book right? the rest of ever will not exist I mean, yeah that's the thing is yeah 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 i mean i'm all for like small changes will have big effects yeah but like, yeah, but like if frankenstein wasn't written yaz's parents don't ever meet is that what we're saying no the, especially in a show like this where you just do whatever fiction. you want Right. What did you say, Trip? They'll just be less scary fiction. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. There's some that say that, that uh, Frankenstein is the first science fiction novel. Yeah. That it's, it's you know, the birth of that genre. Um, so, but to, to make it like none of them would ever exist yeah. if a novel didn't come out, like, I'm not downplaying its importance, but really? Like, butterfly yeah. flaps its wings, I guess, you know, so. Corbin, you want to talk about the Siberium, it looks like? Uh, Yeah. First of all, oh okay. What the heck was it again? Because I can't remember. What was it? Yeah, like was it's it? like the it's like the collective knowledge of the Cybermen or something. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So then why was it's it like trying it's to... like the Cybermen's like central server kind of mm-hmm. thing? Okay. Right. Then why was it trying yeah. to get away from that Cyberman? Because it was clearly trying to escape it by its own means. I think somebody downloaded like the interface. To, and to like delete it or something like it was definitely not with i don't know that we got cyberman. any explanation as to why I, the doctor said something about it and it was i don't really remember what it was though maybe because he's incomplete and he still has his emotions attached and everything maybe because his upgrade was maybe. not complete but if he it's still the had a cyberman ever you gotta go with something is that what we were led to believe here? That he's the last Cyberman ever? I, don't I mean, know. They call I know it, that's yeah. what we always Cyberman. are dealing with. The last ever Dalek the until last. we find 10 million of them in orbit. They call it the lone Cyberman. I guess that doesn't mean the last. Right. But yeah. if anything, he was sent here by other Cybermen. So if they figured the Siberian was going to run from it, why would they send him? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't really get that. And it's also weird that it, like, she took it out of the dude. And then it kind of gave up fighting and it just went to the Cybermen. It didn't like try any more tricks or just teleport away or something. Yeah. Uh, Is the Siberium the thing that took over the 11th Doctor in that episode? Mm -hmm. Was that the Siberium or is that not? Uh, I feel like that was just cyber nanobots or whatever. Yeah. I'd have to to go look that back up on a more. Like, have we even heard of this thing before? I don't think so. It's hard for me to, to you know, think back to a time when I didn't know something. Um, you know, like, I know this term. Yeah. Um, and I, that's why I was trying to remember, like, was the Siberium what the 11th Doctor interacted with, you know, playing the chess match or whatever, um, and that whole thing. But I don't, 
I, if y'all aren't, if it's not ringing bells for y'all, maybe it's not. I don't, I don't know. So, guys, Noobs in the Hoobie is also brought to you by listeners like Victor, Jared, and James. You see how I said also? Like we actually did an ad earlier. Yeah. yeah. Just blowing it off like we actually did. If you find value in what we do. Again, so. uh, yeah. That's what professionals do. Professional, if yeah. you find value in what we do, like they do, here's what you can do. Go to noobsinthehoobian.com slash support. So many different ways to support us. Click on click on the Amazon banner next time you're shopping. Yeah. You, know, you don't even have to buy anything for us. You can just buy something for your, your dang self, and we'll get a little... Uh, <laughs> sales commission from that yeah and um we'll get like um we'll get like half of a cent <laughs> if you yeah, go it'll be crazy go, yeah you buy a thousand items and we'll get a nickel a, cent. a nickel <laughs> so um yeah do that um so obviously you know our favorite way is for you to become a recurring supporter um either through patreon.com slash noobs in the whovian or again noobs in the whovian.com slash support and there's a donate button there you can set it up through through paypal you can give a one-time donation or you can check the box Make it monthly, and we don't have to pay Patreon for their assistance on that. So um, that's our that's our absolute favorite way is for you to become a supporting member monthly through our PayPal. So go do that. Noobsinthehoovian.com slash support. Become a supporting patron of family-friendly independent media today. All right, that brings us down to our classic Who connections. Let's hear what Jared had to say. Hello, Noobs in the Whovian. This is Jared with your very quick classic Who connection for the haunting of Villa Diodati. Uh, basically, the only thing that we had for Classic Who was the reference that the doctor uh, made about losing past companions to the Cybermen. Uh, while this happened a couple times in New Who, maybe three, uh, I think. Anyway, the only Classic Who companion that could refer to is Adric. Poor Adric. Poor Adric and Martha. Adric is like the Classic Who Martha. Um... Maybe not as cool as Martha, but still, poor Adric. Anyway, that's it. That's all we, all we really had. Um, like this one, uh, it was, you know, I, I, it was a nice Halloween one and kind of cool that we're leading up to Halloween or Halloween-y type, you know, type special. Um, tried, they tried to be a little creepier. I thought maybe maybe a little creepier than, than other ones, but um, maybe it, it, it didn't quite... Not everything quite landed, maybe as they thought, at least with me. But I wasn't exactly watching in the proper setting. Watching by myself on the couch in the full light of day didn't put me in the creepy mindset. Maybe it wouldn't creepier. But enough about creepiness. Anyway, uh, enjoyed the story. Enjoyed enjoyed it. Uh, the the what they bringing in Shelley and and Lord Byron and all that. Uh, that was kind of cool. So, Semi historic episode. So anyway, I'm giving it 7.5 out of 10 liquid metal microfiche because that's what it brought to mind when they described it. And uh, I'm going to go with uh, 125 creep levels and maybe I'm just uh, a wimp. I don't know, but that's what I'm doing. So that's it for today. Thanks to the uh, TARDIS Wiki and thanks to Noobs in the Whovian for having me on. I look forward to bringing you more Classic Who Connections next time. All right, so um, Jared uh, gave it seven and a half out of 10 liquid metal microfiche. I told the boys I'm going to have to show them a video later of what a microfiche is. So, speaking of James Bond, James Bond always had microfiche. We like, weren't speaking of James Bond on the podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. We yeah. Were. No, we were when we, we were, were listening yeah. to Live and Let Die while we just, were setting up the studio. The rest of y'all guys are just along for the ride. That's right. I, how many times do I have to say, this show is for us? <laughs> <laughs> How many how many inside jokes from dinner the day before do we bring into this podcast? Anyways, um, yeah. So what do you, what do you guys think <coughs> overall? Overall impressions. 
Hey, I'll go first. Fine. Um, <laughs> okay. I love this one. I, I think this is great. Um, let's see. What was last week? Uh, can you hear me? I can't remember how I felt about that one. I didn't. I, you I, did I, not, I, I rated that one pretty low, didn't I? Yeah. Um, I was saying that they did a great job handling in the mental health, and then you know, all gave me crap that. because I rated it low. <clears throat> but this one I thought was done um, really well. Uh, it's. We'll get into the creepiness in a, in a minute, but um, this is like the kind of creepy that Doctor Who, you know, should be when it's trying to be creepy. It was really like they just nailed it. Um, I think uh, a lot of great mystery stuff. I love the mystery reveal of um, like, I could not remember where Percy Shelley was. Couldn't remember for the life of me where he was. I remember bits and pieces of this episode. I knew there was when we were going to meet the lone Cyberman. I remember vaguely about the Siberian, but, uh, and it was the weekend that Frankenstein was written. Like that's all I remember. You know, maybe I wasn't picking up what they were putting down, but I didn't really realize that Mary Shelley missing was important until they found him. Percy Shelley. Percy Shelley, whatever. I just thought like, oh, he's missing. They're like, oh, he's probably in town or whatever. Well, but they kept bringing it up. Yeah. I just thought he was out for like, right. They just didn't want to get an actor to play him because it wasn't important. (laughs) 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 That'd be hilarious. They're like, this dude is never is not going to have That's a single so speaking great. line. That's so great. He's not going to be important. Uh, you know what, to the guys? Why don't we just why don't we just ask the Percy Shelley character? Yeah. That'd be fine. Yeah. Um, no, I, I. So they were definitely like laying down the breadcrumbs. Um, you know, but yeah. it was, but it was, but it was, but it was subtle then because if you guys were like ah whatever, then that was good. That that was a good t- uh, twist reveal at the end. Um, I I love when. Um, when it's that, right? When it's uh, stuff's moving and it turns out it's because there's somebody who is stuck in a different time loop. Yeah. A, a different time dimension where they're running at a hundred times the speed of everyone else. So when they walk by, it causes a wind, you know, and stuff like that. You know, I, you know, whatever turns out that the ghost actually is. I love that crap. Um, so I, yeah, overall, I liked it. I'm going to give it uh, 8.5 out of 10 stalling because I didn't think of anything <laughs> yet. Uh, broken cyber helmets. Broken cyber helmets. Somebody uh, else? I thought it was pretty good too. I mean, I've not had any major complaints. You'll notice I also haven't had a whole lot to say about the episode in general. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was still good. I liked it. It's harder to say the things you like than the things you disliked. Yeah. I agree it's, with Trip. It's hard to say, you know, they did that very subtly and didn't blow it. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. you didn't notice it. That was the point. Yeah. I do agree with Trip. I like the whole, oh, he's turning. They they got to him and then he's no. like, I killed my family. Yeah, that was that was pretty rough. <laughs> that, that was, was intense. That was awesome. And I killed my family. Okay, too. let me let me ask you, in that in that like 2.3 seconds of hope that they gave us, yeah. how far how far did your mind go? Like Oh, the Cyberman's going to turn. And maybe that means he'll yeah. turn all the Cybermen and then the Cybermen will become good guys. Like how okay, far down no, the road did y'all go? I, I just kind of got all like, right. oh, they're going to turn him and then th- that's a wrap. The episode's nope. over. <laughs> this dude's just, yeah, oh, okay. I'm that, off to go save the universe. Oh, okay. So that, the resolution was just going to be this one Cyberman turned good. Yeah. Okay, I gotcha. That was the extent. Like the Dalek who suddenly wanted to kill all Daleks now. Right, yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 All right, Corbin. So what's, what's your uh, overall rating then? Uh, I'm going to say eight out of 10 Scooby mysteries. <laughs> Mystery machines. Uh, Trip, what about you? 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, I like this episode. It wasn't bad, but like we've all been saying, there wasn't, there isn't much to bring up, I guess. I mean, it was a pretty solid episode, and I feel like compared to the rest of the season, they pulled off the like scary element pretty yeah. well. That was good for a change. Yep. I do like there was subtle stuff that hinted throughout um, that like all connected back at the end. I do like that. Where it's like, oh, like he what? threw, like he threw the thing. Oh, like oh, yeah, he was yeah. the ghost or whatever, right, right. and then, oh, they got stuck in the stairwell because of whatever um, perception filters, per- perception filters and stuff. So that was kind of cool. So I guess eight out of ten, um, spoopy ghosts. What is spoopy? It's like spooky, but it's like, but they're it's not actually dumb spooky. But they're crap. So yeah, it's spoopy. Yeah, oh, dumb spooky. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and say at 300 out of 500 creep levels. Okay. This is creepy as all get out. Cyberman, the lone Cyberman creeps me the crap out. Seeing the half of his face and the half that we get to oh, see yeah. is pretty scary on its own. Uh, the uh, All of the the ghostly haunting stuff. That and dude the has a scary face. <laughs> stuck, stuck on a stairwell for all of eternity, possibly. Oh, all yeah. that kind of stuff. For yeah. like a few minutes. Shut up. Well, and, I mean, it could have uh, been all of eternity. Yeah. Yeah, you never know. All that stuff, the you know, there was lightning at the right time, but not overly, you know, not yeah, like no. as <laughs> like, not as like punctuation like mm-hmm. you do in some movies. Dun, so three hundred out of five hundred. Trip. Um, <laughs> I went first last time. Trip is going first this time. Um, uh, I went first both times. Oh, actually, yeah. Jared went, I went first, first both times. Well, yeah, so Jared always goes first. I went so. trip. Corbin's third like, first. okay, fine. I went third both times. First. <laughs> that's so amazing. I went first after two people last time. Wait, that's yeah. Right. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's scarier than most of the ones have been this season. Like, I'm trying to think. For the Thirteenth Doctor, other than the like witch trials, we didn't really get anything scary for this doctor like there hasn't been well, can you hear me i we we rated pretty high yeah those that was, was kind of scary creepy guy staring at you in your sleep and the weird finger thingies the weird finger but yeah thingies. i feel like yeah. this one just didn't hit me right i feel okay. like like kind of the opposite of what you're saying like you're saying how they had like everything timed well i just feel like nowadays you have to do so much more for it to like land well and this just didn't give me like the creepy thing it was like ghosts and stuff and like existential oh we're stuck and we can't go anywhere but like i feel like i don't know those are things that like are kind of overused nowadays where it's like oh of course there's like a ghost in the old mansion with lightning and (laughs) the eternal rain or whatever so i don't know just go 150 i guess all right uh i thought it was pretty creepy but now that you've said Scooby-Doo, I can't stop thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. It's like a Scooby-Doo adventure, and then the twist reveal at the end is there was a monster all along. I it's saw, like the freaking Scooby-Doo movies. I saw a great comic today that somebody posted in, in one of the Doctor Who groups. It was uh, the top panel was the Scooby-Doo gang, and there was like an old man tied to a chair. Uh, he, he looked like an alien, but uh, one of, the, one of the, the gang was holding a mask, uh, an alien mask, and it was like, 
an old man underneath and it's like, Oh look gang. It looks like the alien was old man Jenkins all along. And then the panel below it is the doctor, the 11th doctor wearing a fez with Amy and Rory. And there's an old man tied to a chair with an old, <laughs> the 11th doctor is holding an old man mask and there's an alien head. And he says, Oh, look gang. It looks like old man Jenkins was an alien all along. <laughs> and like, Every single comment in the group was like, like yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> dead yeah. on. I never realized right. it before. <laughs> Doctor Who is opposite Scooby Doo. Yeah. Like, Scooby Doo, the monsters are people. Yeah. And Doctor that Who, one weird dude. the people are monsters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the people are aliens. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So, theories. Um, anything new that you guys want to talk about with the Timeless Child, the Fugitive Doctor, or the fate of the companions for this season? Because we don't uh, ultimately know their fate. We have another season left. Ooh, uh, not really. There's nothing new, yeah. was there? I don't I don't even think we got any reference to the Timeless Children, did we? Children. I mean, we got like the Cyberman. Oh, I'm I sorry, Timeless like, Child. The, I feel the like name of the episode is we'll get there. Um, connected to the Timeless Child. I feel like those are either like, like those are running parallel and they're going to like intersect somehow. Uh, I'm sorry. Like. What is, what's running parallel? Um, the, uh, timeless, timeless child. child and the lone the Cyberman lone Cyberman. Yeah. Okay. I feel like they're going to somehow intersect. Okay. At some point, but I don't, I don't have any theories on how that's going to work. I just feel like add, add that they're add hinting, that in there they're that hinting that you at think that them. are related. So yeah, well, there's one episode, two episodes left. And if they're going to wrap up both things, they kind of have to intersect. And like we said, the the next two episodes, the finale is Ascension of the Cybermen and the Timeless Children. <laughs> I feel like we can so, say pretty confidently they're going to intersect. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> just saying. Solid theory. Just saying. Because it's probably going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any new... I know we don't we didn't get any clues about the fugitive doctor or the companions uh, at the end of the season, but what are you, I guess what are you guys thinking? In theory, this will also have to intersect. What? Otherwise, the fugitive doctor. Otherwise, that's going to be left not wrapped up until. That would be kind of cool. Until uh, the New Year's special. What if they, would be if cool? they don't wrap up the um, fugitive doctor. Okay. I feel like Corbin. Will we have an answer? about what is the deal with the Fugitive Doctor by the end of the finale? Yes or no? Um, I think so. Okay, Trip. I feel like that's, like, they have to, I feel like, but yeah. it would be a kind of cool take on it if they, like, left it open for uh, next season and have, like, a kind of... I mean. I don't want to metagame it too much, but I think the New Year's special <laughs> is about the Daleks and the next season is about the Flux, whatever that is. So, yeah, the Flux is coming. So I feel like they have to wrap it up right or it's yeah. not going to really get touched upon. Do you see this paper in the future? Oh, I can't even see your mouth, so, so that's you have a bit of an advantage. My pop filter is here for a reason. <laughs> Strategically it's placed. To stop that's the right. plosives. <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> In addition. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, so that brings us down to the game plan. As we've said, uh, the flux is coming. Um, I, not only not only do we have the release date, we now have, they're officially calling the episode on October 31st, 
chapter one. What? So here's what it is. Here's what it is. Series 13, is the official title Flux. is Doctor Who colon Flux. Oh. I don't even think it's the Flux. It's just Flux. She says in the trailer, the Flux is coming. Oh. But the So season 13 is called Doctor Who colon Flux. Chapter one, the Halloween apocalypse. Ooh. Wow. So it is, in answer to Tripp's original question months or weeks ago, it is a Halloween episode. It's not just premiering on Halloween. It is a Halloween episode. So I'm trying to figure out how hard were they peeing their pants to get this thing wrapped up so they could release it on Halloween (laughs) because we weren't told the release date until three weeks prior to the release date. So the BBC was probably going... Uh, hey guys, guys, y'all know how you have guys, this episode called guys. the Halloween apocalypse. It would really suck to premiere that on Thanksgiving morning. Hey just saying, you know. you know, how you only have six episodes to film. What are you doing right now? Guys? <laughs> <laughs> they aired on Christmas. Yeah. That's, that, yeah. This was a good call guys. This, yeah, this is well done. This is well done. This is what we needed. A horror story on Christmas morning. Yeah. Great All idea. Right. Happy birthday. Jesus. Um, so as we mentioned, we would have ended right on time, but we fell a week behind and so we are we are still we have a game plan guys we have a game plan i don't know if this game plan is going to work but we have a game plan to actually get caught up so that we will release our podcast episode on revolution of the daleks on halloween night and while that is going out into the ether we will be hopefully huddled around the tv watching amc plus as the new season starts, or if not, we'll be watching it the next day. Um, but uh, suffice it to say, we're going to have to hustle. If we're going to make that happen, uh, the yeah. Master Closet Studios is going to have to kick into overdrive. So we're, we are trying to make it happen for you guys and um, honestly for our own sanity, really, because I can't imagine if Flux premieres and we haven't even watched Revolution of the Daleks. Yeah. That means we're going to have to watch it and then we're going to want to watch Flux but we haven't yet recorded Revolution of the Daleks, which means our brains are going to be broken half when we try and record that episode because we'll be like, but then this happened in Flux. And like, no, 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 guys, we're not talking about that one yet. So anyways. Guys, um, just watch both. We're going to cover them in one episode. (laughs) I say we do one podcast episode on all six episodes of Flux. What do you think? What do you think, guys? What do you think? It'll be 10 hour long. You know what I thought about, by the way? That brings me down to our our next thing, uh, that after we do... The series thirteen, we're covering that live as we go through it. We're gonna do our um, we're gonna do our best of series, and I think we're gonna sprinkle that amongst the classic Who master plan that we're still working on, and some timey wimeys. We're gonna pepper in our best of series, which is gonna be the best ninth Doctor story, the best tenth Doctor story, eleven, twelve, and then thirteen. Which I immediately went, well, crap, we can't do mm-hmm. flux. We can't do a six hour, <laughs> for A, we just covered it. We will have just covered it. And B, uh, we're not going to do a six part season as our yeah. top doctor story. So even if series 13 turns out to have been the best 12th, uh, 13th doctor story, we're going to disqualify yeah. that one from the best of series. Okay. So with that in mind, I think I'll go ahead and release that part of the survey. So go to noobsinthehoobian.com slash best of and uh, take the survey that uh, where you can vote for your favorite holiday episode and then your favorite 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, and now 13th story. Remember, mm. it's your favorite story. So if you throw a two-parter at us, great. That'll be fine. Um, rather than us covering half <laughs> of, a, of a to be continued. So 
Um, as for next week, guys, we're covering, holy crap, guys, we're here, the Series 12 finale two-parter, Ascension of the Cybermen, and the Timeless Children. Are there answers coming? <laughs> no, I, no I, it, I won't it has tell. nothing to do with the title at all. I <laughs> won't tell you. <laughs> that would be great. That would be so great. Hey, guys, Noobs in the Hoobie. a whole new villain, and it has nothing <laughs> to do with any of it. That'd be so great. Noobs in the Hoovian is a production of Master Closet Studios, where it's always smaller on the inside. Your senior producer is me, Austin Reason. Your audio engineer is this guy. I'm Trip. And your production editor is that one. I'm Corbin. Special thanks to TARDIS.Wikia.com for the trivia. Thanks to Jared for his classic Who connections. And shout outs, as always, to Victor, Jared, and James for their ongoing Patreon support. You can find us over at NoobsInTheHoovian.com, where you can find links to our social media, our email address, our Patreon button, our uh, subscribe button, all that fun stuff, wherever you do subscribe. Make sure that you, uh, you know, give us a thumbs up, give us some stars, leave us a review, share us with a friend, not because we're a great show, but because we watch one. As always, my name is Austin, and I'm the Hoobie, and these are my sons, Corbin and Trip. And we're the news. And until next time, be safe if you can be, but always be amazing. Goodbye. And then she went, she kissed Robin after she said that. So from now on, I'm going to lean across, and I'm going to kiss Trip. <laughs> no. Right on the forehead, just like she did. If you could lean across this, yeah. If, really <laughs> if you could stretch across this, <laughs> if y'all could just see you the just, tangled mess that I would cause, yeah. Be a mess. Hey guys, just jumping into the last minute here to let you know that we are um, we just finished recording the next episode, and so we're going to be releasing that on Wednesday. So the season finale will be coming out Wednesday. So make sure that you take a couple of minutes, or you know an hour, a couple hours, <laughs> watch the finale episodes and uh, hear what we have to say about that. We did it. We got it done so that we can uh, hopefully be caught up in time for the new season. So uh, be refreshing your feeds come Wednesday.